You're listening to Gruesome and Unnatural, a true crime podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Gruesome and Unnatural. I'm Eric. And I'm Shelly. And this, and this is, is episode, episode 55. 55. Yeah. Back at it. Yep, yep, yep. Want to say anything to our listeners before we start this up? Uh, No, let's just uh, get into it. I guess it's, this is all your, this is your episode again. We're doing another Eric episode. Taking over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric, take over. No, just, uh, I don't really know, um, you know, I know a little bit of it. I mean, I have something up about this whole case. But you know the majority of it, so... I mean, yeah, I just looked it up the other day, started browsing around. It's very interesting. I've never heard of this this whole ordeal. Well, this episode's going to be about the monster of the Andes, Pedro Alonso Lopez. Born October 8th, 1948. I was going to get to that information. Oh, sorry, I'm so, so used to Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I got the mic now. Okay. So Pedro Alonso Lopez was born in Colombia in 1948. He was the seventh of 13 children. Damn. That's crazy. Born to Benilda Lopez de Castaneda, who they, they were born into a poor family. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were so poor, his mother had to go to prostitution to feed 13 kids. Oh, shit. Damn. There's a lot of um, mouths to feed. He didn't have a father. He died six months before he was born. He was actually murdered. And I don't have the information on how, why, where, anything like that. No addresses. Sorry. Damn it. That's nuts. But, uh, you know, growing up in a household with a mother of a prostitute, mother that was a prostitute, Mm -hmm. he saw a lot of shit. I bet. And his mom being abused and, you know, it's got to mess with your head. Mess with his so much at a young age. At the age of eight, he was caught molesting his sister. Ew, at eight years old, molesting his own sister? So his mom banished him from the house. Kicked him out? Kicked him out. So he was an eight-year-old wandering the streets of Colombia. Holy crap, what the hell? He uh, joined a gang of street children for protection, and they would do, you know, little petty theft, stealing here and there. And just a bunch of kids going just around. Just trying there. to eat. And oh, wow. All these kids running around in the streets. Jesus. At age 12, he was adopted by an American immigrant family. And the family put him into a school for, um, like, a abandoned kids, pretty much. Oh, okay. And while he was in school, he was molested by one of his teachers. Oh, my God. I, by a teacher? Yeah. Jesus. At the age of 12. Oh my God. So this is already at 12. He's molesting his little sister, getting kicked out, gets in this little gang, and then now he's getting molested by his teacher by what, yeah. 12, you said? Yeah. You know. Jesus. Poor kid. So also disgusting. He fled uh, the people that adopted him or that were taking care of him. So he was back on the streets. And it gets a little, a little worse. In 1969, Lopez was sentenced to seven years in prison for auto theft. He became a pretty good car thief, where mm-hmm. even like the street kids would look up to him for it. Oh, wow. And eventually, when he was 18 years old, he got caught for it. 
So he was sentenced to seven years. And during that period of incarceration, he was brutally gang raped by four other inmates. Oh, Jesus. So it's just like this whole, you know, childhood and teenage yeah. years were just a bunch of, you know, being molested so many times. What can that do to a person? For sure, yeah. But uh, he got his revenge. Days later, Lopez hunted down all the inmates and killed them one by one in retaliation. The four guys that yeah. get, oh my God, he killed all of them? Yep. Damn. He uh, made a I shiv. Mean, a shiv? A shank, a prison shank. Oh, 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 and okay. then one by one fucking murdered all of them. Holy shit. While they're all in prison. Yeah. And that's crazy that like they didn't put them like, in a certain area. So that we it's, keep, it like, says murder. they added two years to his sentence, oh, okay. but only two years because it was ruled as self-defense. I mean, that's pretty crazy, though. So after he was released in 1978, Lopez began wandering throughout the northwestern area of South America and eventually arriving in Peru. It was later claimed that during this period, he had killed over 100 girls, mainly street children, and oh from indigenous tribes. God. That's a lot. That's like, shit ton. Oh, my God. A hundred? You mean, like, little girls? Yeah. What a fucking nasty And uh, indigenous tribe girls. Yeah. And get this. One of those indigenous tribes caught him in the act of trying to, like, kidnap another girl. Oh, my God. And <laughs> they were from south central Peru. And after uh, they caught him, they tortured him for hours. Good. And then they buried him alive in the sand. Oh, my God. That's fucking terrifying. Uh that's I, like pi- the I picture most- they like, you know, buried him neck deep. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Other s- sources say they buried him alive. Holy shit. But, uh. That can't be the end of the story. <laughs> due to luck, an American missionary convinced the tribe to release Lopez and turn him over to the police. Oh, so they did? Yeah. Holy shit. But the Peruvian police just let Lopez go. What? And then they said they expelled him from the country. So, like, I watched a video on it, and they said they were just uh, lazy with it and just didn't want to do any of the paperwork or didn't really care. Are you kidding me? And just kind of released them. Wow. Uh, they looked at the indigenous tribes as, you know, how you, you know most countries look at the indigenous people. It's horrible. Yeah, for sure. So for they sure. didn't care about any of what happened to any of these tribes or anything like that. That is so, so fucked So they just up. released them. Of course they did. After his deportation from Peru, Lopez resumed traveling throughout South America. Although authorities began to notice an increase of missing persons, they more didn't specifically do anything about young it. girls throughout the areas where he traveled, they concluded the disappearances were most likely the cases of human trafficking. Because there's so much human trafficking going on. Yeah. I mean, there's even more now, probably. Yeah. But uh, back then, there was, it was so, you know, it was... Oh, my God. All over the place. So they're like, eh, they're probably being trafficked, whatever. Let's not look into it. So, you know, he's out for all these years. Missing people are coming left and right. He's been banished from different countries. I believe this was in Ecuador there, that Lopez showed up at a market mm-hmm. and saw a woman with her daughter, mm-hmm. a 12-year-old girl. Oh, no. And he attempted to abduct her. Attempted? And in an interview I saw of him, he would talk about how he would look. There's a certain look of a girl that he would look for, the pure innocence in the eyes. Oh, God, yeah. And he would, like, lure them in with trinkets. Like, he had this little pocket mirror that he said, I would give you one of these, and I would give one to your mother if you come with me. Oh, no. And that's how he would. Yeah. 
But luckily, in this marketplace, all the merchants saw what was happening and captured him and held him down. Damn. <laughs> Holy shit. Good. Hell yeah. And while in police custody, that's when uh, he confessed to his, his crimes to the police. And I believe while he was in jail, they had a, a pastor pose as a... Was it a pastor? Police captain. His name was Pastor. Oh. <laughs> Pastor Cordoba, what? a police captain in Ecuador. Uh-huh. He posed as an inmate in the jail with him and befriended him and got him to talk. And so he started uh, to tell him about all these creepy, horrible things he's done. And he said, like, you know, he's killed over 200 people. Little girls, pretty much. 200 now? 200. Holy crap, what the f- um, He claimed, like, I believe it was 100 in Colombia, over 100 girls. Um, something like 50 in Peru, in Ecuador, he said well over 100. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. But he was getting to such detail to this undercover captain. Yeah. About, like, sometimes he would even have the graves- already dug to the at the place that he took these girls. What? Oh my he would God. like to see their life uh, being taken from them. He would choke them to death after raping them. Oh, my God. So, like, strangulation was his, like... Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. And uh, I also read that sometimes he would dig up the bodies uh-huh. and prop them up and have tea parties with them. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he'd just be sitting there having a tea party with all these like dead bodies around. Dead that little is girls. Fucking That's psychotic. That's fucking horrible. That is so creepy. Ew, I hate this guy. Oh my god. So, in nineteen eighty, Lopez was convicted of murder and sentenced to sixteen years in prison, which was the maximum prison sentence available in Ecuador at the time. Sixteen. Only years? sixteen wow. years. I wonder why. I wonder why. That's that's crazy. He served his prison sentence at the Garcia Moreno prison and was released from prison two years early. So he's confessed to murdering 200 women, little girls, you know, and then he just keeps getting arrested and released good behavior. Oh, my God. (laughs) Of course. Um, He was known to call himself the man of the century. Ew. Because of how many victims he had. Ew. So he would say, no one will ever forget me. Oh, my God. I hate this guy. He is so disgusting. He was later deported to Colombia and was detained as an illegal immigrant on arrival before being handed over to Colombian authorities. Prosecutors were unable to make a case against him and was instead declared insane and committed to a mental hospital. In 1998, Lopez was declared sane. What? What's going on? (laughs) And released on a $70 bail on the condition that he would periodically report to the authorities. He almost immediately... Peaced out. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus fucking Christ. The last reported sighting of Lopez was September 1999 when he visited the National Civil Registry to renew his citizenship card. In 2002, Colombia National Police and Interpol issued warrants for Lopez's arrest over a murder bearing similarities. What? How is this guy not. <laughs> but the warrant was deactivated in 2005, and Lopez still remains a fugitive. Are you kidding me? Lopez has also been named as possible suspect in a homicide committed in Colombia in 2012. What? And he's, you know, maybe still out there. 1948, I don't know, you know, how old would he be right now? 
I guess he was 75. Yeah, 70. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 75 years old, still out there. Yeah. That's so creepy. What in the actual hell? Are you serious? That is yeah, insane. It's super insane. And if you saw pictures, which, you know, Shelly's going to post on the Instagram, of course. Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. All, all the social medias. Yeah. Oh, this guy's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible to see, hear what he did, listen to all the facts and everything, how many countries he did it in, to how many people. That's the craziest part. How many people? There's yeah. claims to be over 300 victims. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, in, the, in this uh, page I'm reading, it says victims 110 to 350 plus. Like, what in the actual... How does somebody get away with doing that and then, like, is still free in the world? Like, that's terrifying. You know, different countries, different laws, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, sure. it happens here too. Yeah, true, very true. I mean, we've talked and about cases where you know people are just like you know let go. Yeah, look what happened to Manson so many times after being arrested. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there was one uh, recently we did. I think it was the last one. Can't remember. <laughs> there's so many now. Yeah, no, there's so many. Fifty-four. But yeah, it's just like I hear that so many times, and it's like, like uh, also what was it? Um, Mary Vincent, when she survived. And the guy, I forgot his name, going to really give a shit about him. Um, he w- w- got caught for something, was in prison. Or no, I think it was for what he had done to her and then got out and he ended up killing somebody again. Yeah, and exactly. It's just like, you know, it's just like, why, why, why is it so hard to keep these people <laughs> behind bars? It's, it's so crazy, like hearing their upbringings too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, all he knew was being molested. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. And all he knew was his mother paying, getting, you know, paid for sex. Mm-hmm. And seeing all that, I can't even imagine growing up being around something like that. Oh, yeah, me either, yeah. And then his father getting murdered. I mean, he never knew his father, I guess, right? It was said that he, um, and in the interview, he told the the interviewee that after the gang rape in prison, Mm -hmm. he said enough was enough, and he will never be touched like that again. Oh, okay. And he said he raped his victims because he wanted to get back at the world, how the world has treated him. (laughs) yeah. Which is not right. Totally. <laughs> but like, I, you would weirdly see what he's like saying, but like, that's so fucked up. Like, that you're going to take it out on little girls for what happened to you. Like, yeah. You Broken to... systems. Yeah. Know? Like yeah. Uh, in Colombia, I believe around that time was a huge civil war. A liberal president was just assassinated and, you know, civil war broke out. Mm-hmm, yeah. You go to the streets, there's, uh, you know, all these different people warring with each other, guerrillas, Mm-hmm. All this violence yeah. around you. For sure, How, yeah. For what sure. kind of system would be in place for somebody doing all that crime? Yeah, yeah. And then, and then how corrupt are the police? Yeah, true. Very true. And who's paying them off and whatever. Yeah. yeah, And this is all from like, a, you know, he was born in 48, so this is happening through like the 70s and 80s and stuff. And that was the huge Colombian cocaine trade also. Oh, was it? So like corrupt government officials and stuff were getting paid off by narcos left and right. Is that why they just let him go and they're like, oh, we don't want to do the paperwork. We're too busy with other things going on right now. Like, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. It's what a, a sick fuck. Yeah. The system kind of made this person and then look what he did. He yeah. Changed yeah. the lives of how many other people? Exactly. Think of 350 people. That's all. Little girls being raped and murdered. Yeah. How many family members are affected of that? I mean, you're talking in the thousands. Wow, I didn't even like, you know, really think about it that deep. Yeah, that's so true. That is so true. That is horrifying. Yeah. Fucking monster. 
Oh, the monster of the Andes. Oh, yeah, I guess he is the monster of the Andes. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I've never heard about that. I Me neither. I've never heard about him. That's yeah, crazy. I just Googled infamous serial killers, and he was the one that came up, so I started watching shit on him, reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so many times that he's gotten caught, he almost died from being buried alive and like stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that would have been the most justice served anywhere. It I think would. that indigenous tribe was fucking awesome. Hell yeah, because they tortured him first, right? Yeah, and then they exactly. were trying to bury him alive. And fuck whoever this person was that stopped them. Yeah. Because <laughs> he could have been it was some, done uh, with all that. You know, missionary there for Jesus and spreading Christianity around. Well, they should have kept he, it so to he themselves. talked them into it like in the name of Jesus, the Holy Christ, you can't do this. And, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And it's like, thanks a lot. Yeah, you just saved so many girls from this, like from them being murdered, stuff like that. Yeah. All because you wanted to help with this one stupid fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God, that's wild. Well, that's a great episode. That's all I got for that one. New. Uh, thanks for a uh, case to hear about. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next Monday. Oh, and by the way, I hear you guys. I hear you guys about making the episodes longer. A bunch of you have came out and told me. And we're going to work on that. We're definitely going to make these episodes a little longer for you guys. I hear you. Okay. That's all. Well, some people like them short, too. So <laughs> that's true. Whatever. That's true. Short and sweet to the point. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so we're going to cover all we'll bases. Okay. We'll mix up. Anyways. It's not all about you guys. Oh, my God. That's what I want, yes, too. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay maybe we need to you know have me take over the oh. cast again <laughs> whatever all right all right thanks guys stay safe and be aware okay peace oh, damn <laughs>